Hello and welcome to Top Landing Gear and part one of our two-part Christmas special. <laughs> we'll have our usual regular features, although both episodes are going to be an Ask James special. Your chance and ours to ask our expert James Cartner anything to do with the wonderful world of aviation. We've been asking you to send in your questions and we're delighted that literally some have dribbled in. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, and we'll have news of our very special Christmas guest whose interview we'll be releasing on the 22nd of December. A clue to his identity, he wears red. And we told you last week that it's going to be as well. <laughs> I know, but not everyone might have heard that. We'll bring you more on that a little bit later. But now many of us, of course, will be attending our local pantomimes at this time of year. But that's not so easy at the moment. But never fear, top landing gear is here, the perfect way to end the year. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, no, it isn't. Oh, <laughs> yes, it is. Come on, enter the spirit, enter the spirit. Oh, dear. Right, let's meet the team. First of all, our principal boy from Scouting for Girls, Roy Stride. Hello, good evening. Hello, Roy. Happy Christmas. Inevitably playing the role of Prince Charming, typecast yet again. Me, broadcaster, Rob <laughs> Curling. Thank you. Uh, and no pantomime, of course, would be complete without the two ugly sisters, <laughs> Fencer Jez Curling and pilot James Cartner. Happy Christmas, everyone. Yes, Welcome. Happy greetings. Christmas. Who remembers their first pantomime? Anybody? I've never been in one. <laughs> well, that's How many have you been in, Rob? Come on. I played drums in pantomimes yeah, at the, the Gilbury Players. For the Gilbury Players at uh, Epsom Playhouse. Yeah. yeah, you're absolutely right. I love doing that. It's great. Have you had dumb panto, Roy? No. Time I'm, you did. I'm, I'm up for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking all offers at the moment. Landing gear panto. <laughs> yeah. I think I think we could. I think the first time I, well, I first big one I remember seeing was at the um <laughs> oh what's the theater? The London Palladium. It was Cinderella with Cliff Richard and the Shadows. Cliff Richard oh. was buttons. Blimey. Oh, it was brilliant. It was so exciting. It was any, absolutely it was amazing. Any planes in that? No planes. No, okay. Shall we move on? Move on. All right. Okay. <laughs> now, firstly, thanks to everyone who's supported us in this, our first year, not least to our amazing guests, to those of you who've downloaded the podcast and listened to it more than once, and for following us on the socials, and, of course, to those of you who've been sending in questions for Ask James, namely his children, Mostly. Yeah. <laughs> and bitter navigators who seem to hate me. Oh, that's right. No surprise there. But it's time now for our Ask James special. And we thought Jez might like to do some James quick facts. Let me say, before I start, there's been collusion. Oh, Jesus. Oh, has there? Yeah, from your wife. Oh, no. Are these your quick sister? facts on James? These quick facts on James. Oh, how thrilling. James Carter special. My sister. Uh, she wasn't much help. <laughs> and I also, I also reached out <laughs> to some of your ex-RAF colleagues. And you'll be pleased to know not one of them has responded. For that. So most of this is not facts, or as I've liked to call them, James Cartner, quick facts. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. F-A-T-S. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Well done. Much to everyone's disappointment, James Jeffrey Stewart Cartner <laughs> was born. <laughs> in Red Hill on the 3rd of March 1968 the son of a BOAC pilot and stewardess the seeds of James's future career were sown early by the way these may not all be this sounds like, yeah, yeah, but you, you, this sounds like a best man speech you, you, the, 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 date like birth, man. the date of birth is about 20 years out anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. following an unremarkable academic career yeah. James found employment as a pub bottle washer and pulled his first pint 
at the age of 14. This is true. Finding that the public-facing role was not to his or the public's liking, James began his first foray into entrepreneurship with, the, with what unwittingly became a template for the global empire we know as Amazon with his Wheels delivery service. Clocking up true. three deliveries in total. In four years. Well, that's extraordinary. Finding that running a logistics business was not to his or the public's liking, James moved on. DJ's mobile disco was born. Finding that the public-facing role at weddings, 21st and bar mitzvahs, what's not to his or the public's liking, James moved on. Petrol pump attendant and Perspex promotions box sales rep followed. Bright lights and the big city drew James away from his country roots in 1986 and to the highly pressurised environment of the London Commodity Exchange. True. Finding that cities, pressure and commodity exchanging were not to his or the UK economy's liking, James moved on. It was at this point in the year 2000 that things began to quite literally take off, setting up with his brother-in-law, the Sirius Fireworks Company. This actually proved something of a success until an unfortunate fire in a storage unit put paid to the dream of rocket-propelled entertainment to the masses. If you think that James's career to date has been dogged by disappointment, well, it doesn't end there. In what can only be described as an amusing failure, in 2007, uh, James and a friend set up Magikari. Magikari. This was a noble but flawed attempt to pay uh, complete strangers parking fines. I never got to grips with how this should have worked, and frankly neither did James or anybody else. The leaking of company funds was briefly plugged in the form of sponsorship and advertising yes. from incontinence firm product Tenor. specialist Tenor Lady. Tenor. Uh, but like where we should go, the business went down the path. <laughs> Um, but what about the flying? Well, you're going to have to wait till next week. Oh, oh well done for all that jazz. Oh, thanks for that. That's, yeah. uh, and to everyone who's helped, Jez, thanks very yeah. much. Yeah, that's the first time you. you've got through those quick facts without quick stopping. Yeah. Well, uh, almost without facts. stopping. Yeah. That, that's well, I enjoyed those. Yeah. I mean, it is like being at James's wedding. That was lovely. His, his life story. His life story. Fantastic. So... Well, as our Ask James segment has been such a popular success over the months, uh, I thought it deserved its own little theme tune. Um, oh, what now, if now? my technology works, <laughs> this should... Hello there, Bob Fleming here. And today, we'll be looking at fishing tackle. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, where would you fly fishman be... <clears throat> Excuse me. Without his waders. <clears throat> now, the type of wader I prefer... It's not that... Excuse me. Do I have to edit this out? Not the smaller type. I think we've got the idea, yes. Did you get the idea? Yeah, thanks to the fast show. I did cough on an early episode, I remember. Yeah, you had a little cough. And never stopped. My favourite moment about your coughing was when we turned up to our first ever interview... At Boltby Academy. Yes. And they just announced the first ever lockdown <laughs> was coming. <laughs> the next day, wasn't it? The next day. <laughs> James turned up going, <laughs> I've just come back from China. That's flying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
absolutely true. I'd had the cough for a good few weeks before that. In fact, months. Years. Years. It's in one of my quick facts. Great. Lovely. Well, look, Jimbo, we have actually had loads of questions sent in, mostly from Scouting for Girls fans, after Roy got onto social media. So well done, Roy. That's brilliant. And um, so I think we got, we're going to go around the table. We're going, to, we're going to each ask some of those questions. Mm-hmm. We've also got some questions of our own to ask uh, our, our dear friend James. So who would like to, who'd like to kick off? Uh, Jez, what about you? So I feel we, oh, should, we should describe the format. Oh, OK. Let's okay. Just, yeah. Come okay. on. We each get one question oh. mm-hmm. each. As the presenters, yeah. and we get to choose one question which has been put forward. Oh, I see. And that's yeah. how it works. Oh, and before okay. anybody asks a question, yeah. you have to pull a cracker. Oh, which we've got, got crackers on These the table are special here. aviation crackers with an aviation joke inside. Oh, oh how okay. marvelous! Well done, Roy. This so I, I, I'm going to I'm going to start. Okay, I'm going to start. Someone, so someone pull I'll pull it uh, okay. <laughs> with you. <laughs> Oh. 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 Bang, bang, bang. Cheat crackers. I have to dub it. Hey. Hey. Well done. Wait, 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 wait. Roy, Roy won that. It looks Christmas. very Christmas in here. This is Christmas. Yes, yes. Crackers okay. on the table. Let's crackers sitting around the table. <laughs> this is my aviation. This is a joke. A vulture walks into an airplane with a rotting corpse. The flight attendant screams, You can't bring this, bring this on my plane. The vulture says, it's just my carry-on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> clever. <laughs> this is going to be a very long episode. <laughs> it's going to be, be a episode. great episode. <laughs> so that now entitles you to ask a, a listener's question. Okay, listener's it? question. Yeah. Oh, yeah. From Jim Campbell. Well done, Jim. What's the fastest ground speed and highest <laughs> rate of climb you've, yeah, you've ever seen on the 777? Honourable mentions on previous types also accepted. Okay. From Jim. Um, fastest ground speed we got about 780 miles an hour i think maybe 800 miles an hour with a what? tailwind so we were doing about 450 500 we had about 180 200 knot tailwind but then that's indicated airspeed versus true airspeed oh. and the actual ground speed we achieved was about seven or 800 miles an hour which would yeah. be supersonic really? no Depending because your you're altitude. not supersonic is only through the air that you're traveling so we weren't oh, actually, the air itself was moving about 180 miles yeah. an hour on the jet stream across the Atlantic. Goodness me. Um, but yeah, pretty quick. Phew. And the rate of climb, um, well, I've seen sort of four or five, 5,000 feet a minute initially, but then it, it obviously peters down. When you, when you do a, a quick pull up or a, a, a very light departure, you can get f- easily 5,000 feet per minute in the trouble. 5,000? Mm. Perfect. Surprising. Yeah. Cheers, mm. Jim. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you for your question. Who's, ne- who's next? Great. Are we pulling another cracker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, I'll pull the cracker. Always got to pull a cracker. I'll pull the cracker with my brother. Come on then, there, brother. Come on, Jezza. Long time since we've done this. Yeah. Hey! Oh, you get the crack. I got the joke. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't obviously ignore rehearsed reading this. So ignore, ignore the well, actual printed actual. joke. Oh right. Yeah. And find <laughs> the joke which I printed and stuck inside <laughs> well the cracker. Done. No, these are aimless. Right, it's inspired. It's, it's it like inspired. the cheapest form of doing a cracker ever. Who invented the first aeroplane that wouldn't fly? You're on a timer, are we? I'm going to have to put the turnabout timer in. Mm. Yeah, they all turn about timer. Or the countdown timer. Um, is it anything to do with wooden? Is there something wooden in there? No. Who invented the first aeroplane that wouldn't fly? The first aeroplane that wouldn't fly. It's not, the first it's not actually a question. Well, the, the, the wrong brothers. The wrong brothers. The wrong brothers. 
Bravo. You had a question there. Shannon Mack. Two questions. Oh dear. Kind of linked. Uh, James, what's worse when flying? Being struck by lightning, hitting a bird, or hailstorms? And with a follow-up, have you ever had a bird crash into an aircraft? Ooh, okay. Um, the the worst. They they could all be bad in, in slightly different ways. Being struck by lightning in itself isn't a big thing. You basically you are in. There's a technical thing where you're in a an electrical cage, um, which stops any current going through anyone in the aircraft. So you normally get a little burn hole in, in the skin. Uh, you might get a little flicker of the electric, but it all works fine. In, in whose skin? The aircraft skin. <laughs> um, so actually being struck by lightning, not a big deal. Um, but that means you're probably under a thunderstorm. So it's pretty turbulent in those conditions. Uh, hail again means you're in a, in a, um, a thunderstorm, mm-hmm. highly likely. So And to get hail, I mean, I've, I've had nose damage on an aircraft where the whole nose cone was hit was was, was completely uh, written off because of going through a hail hailstorm and it was literally dented when it looked like you know a golf balls yeah it looked like a golf ball um wow. it was it was so dented and inside there is is your weather radar the weather radar yeah which it said it's hail it said there's no hail around here <laughs> you'll be fine oh, it wasn't working that's why, that's why we went through it <laughs> um, so um but i mean it, it, it it's it, it didn't fracture. It just got massively dented. So that was a, was a nose change down in Rome. Um, a nose job. A nose yeah. job. <laughs> yeah. And then hitting a bird can be very, very minor, or it can be quite a major thing, as um, the, the Hudson, um, but that was hitting a flock of geese, which is fairly yeah. bad luck. So, all right, statistically, you haven't really answered. You've just said those things can be bad. Statistically, mm. then. Oh, statistically. What, <laughs> what would you say would be the worst well, of Statistically, those? or what would I say? I mean, those are two different things. All right. Statistically. <laughs> I don't know. Um, right, what would you say? I would say um, <laughs> that of all those things, I'd say the worst would be hail. Really? Uh, because it means you're in a thunderstorm, so you're going to get a lot of a lot of turbulence. Normally. Right, so it's not the hail itself. It's not but the it's hail, the... It's, the, it's what's causing the, uh-huh. the thing, and the, the damage that the, the prolonged hail could do to the... Okay. Again, it... Shannon, I hope that, that helps, but there is a backup. Mm-hmm. Can I just cause... ask? I'm sorry, Andrew, it, could it ever be, because of the speed you're doing the aircraft and the velocity of the hail mm. could it ever shatter a windscreen uh, i think it has in the past cracked windscreens not shattered God. because they are uh, laminate laminate windscreens mm. so it's like a car windscreen you've got this this layer of yeah sort of rubber flexible rubber between two panes of glass so it would never shatter it but you might get cracks God. unlikely but it has like it has a perspex been. sales promotional box <laughs> <laughs> those are not lam- well they're laminate in different ways. <laughs> There's a whole podcast there. Um, and have you ever had a bird crash into an aircraft? I've hit a bird. The bird was basically doing its own thing, and right. I hit the bird. So you the hit the bird. Hit me. Right. Um, yeah, I was in. I mean, I've had a couple. Uh, I suppose the worst one was in a hawk. It flew up towards Teesside, and we got a big thump, and I think Oof. we hit a seagull. And it's what had happened is its beak had scratched the. Uh, perspex. Oh, that's annoying. But it looked like a crack from where we were, uh, which made us go down a particular path. So we. Um, depressurised it in the end I think did a, all, all the drills ended up diverting to the water I think it was um, and it needed a a canopy change um, how yeah, was the seagull? seagull I didn't see it again <laughs> the bits that I did see were fine <laughs> but they just weren't connected to the rest of it <laughs> <laughs> right, great thanks good answers Jim thank yeah. you for that 
Hope well, that helps, well, Shannon. Yeah, well done. Good question, Shannon. Great. Thanks, okay. Thanks, Shannon. Next one. Shall I pull a crack out, Roy? Yeah. Here we go. Three, two, one. Good luck. Hooray! Oh, the smell. I do love the smell of a cracker. It really is Christmas. And we've been um, we've been getting the right end so far, haven't we? The person who's been asking the question has ended up yeah. with that right part of the cracker. <clears throat> okay, here we go. This is a joke, apparently. Uh, <laughs> two pilots are discussing piloting. One asks, why did you become a pilot? One asks, why did you become a pilot? He responds, to overcome my fears. The other asks, which one? Heights? To which he responds, dying alone. That's what, that's what James says to his pair, his passengers every every flight he makes. That was uh, that was pretty gruesome, yeah, wasn't that it? Was, that was a that was a shocker. Wow. Okay. Let's move on swiftly. Happy Christmas, everybody. Happy Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> We're looking forward to welcoming you back to the skies as soon as we can all go flying. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, Roy. Um, this is from Not Posh Girl Emma. Right. Is she is she a scouting for girls fan? Do we? Oh, bless long, you. Well done. Long she's really. That. Yeah. Oh, well done, Emma. Well, Emma, you've sent in a... I like the little preamble, too, uh, to James. Do you all, all of you pilots, really know what all those buttons do? I mean, really, really know? Are they all there just to make us feel inferior because we don't know? Yeah, there's, there's only one button that does anything. The rest of them are just for show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we do have to know what uh, they all do. Um, they are connected to different systems. And, and it's just... What you have, it's it's very complicated when you look at it uh, without knowing when you go. But if you if you look at it in with a bit of understanding, there's just different systems. Yeah. So imagine you have a washing machine that's got 15 buttons on it, and then you've got a tumble dryer that's got three buttons on it. Don't uh, patronise us. <laughs> are you doing your washing whilst flying? <laughs> Not only that's, that's sleeping. Big round things on the wings <laughs> that you go around around. Um, so each 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 are the controls for a particular system. Yeah. And so it's split up into probably 12 different systems that you, you have control. And each one has maybe 15 to 20 controls. Yeah. So it looks a big complicated mess of switches when, when you look up, particularly at the, at the top panel. Um, but they do all do something. What is on the top panel? I so, love a, I love a, so, an old rocker switch on the top panel. It's just the looks great. The top panel is, uh, in when the Boeing aircraft I've, I've flown, you've got a fuel, the fuel uh, transferring just, and right. management side of things. You've got hydraulics, electrics... Uh, lighting, so all the lights are up there, and then further back you have little radio, and the radios are down lower down. down I mean, like, like radio, <laughs> FM, AM. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> um, and so it's all the <laughs> thanks because <laughs> uh, <laughs> we do have radios on board, but we talk to them. Carry on, yeah. letting letting carry on, poor old um, boy, and. Then down in the middle console, you have the normally navigation and radios <laughs> uh, in the middle bit with some other things like the, the communications back to the cabin. You've got your trim wheels there. Trim wheels you? are on the centre console. And in the middle, yeah. so in the middle bit, you've got the trim wheels on the outside, throttles or thrust levers, whatever you want to call them, in the middle. And then in front of you, you've got the screens and displays, which tell you all the navigation displays. Yeah. And then how you, the buttons around those are how you, how you have those set up. Yeah. And then... On the combing, you have the autopilot controls, and it's it's, it's pretty similar in, in all modern airliners. Have a very similar. Once you've pressed autopilot on, does everything else just become irrelevant? You don't have to worry about it. No, because that's going to override all the other switches. <laughs> yes. no, I mean, the autopilot is one one side of it, but even with the autopilot on, 
you're still controlling it. So you can have the autopilot in different modes. Oh. So you can have follow sat-nav mode, or you can have I want to stay on the heading we're currently on mode, or I want to go up at a certain rate, down at a certain rate, up as fast as you can, down as fast as you can. Those are all different modes of the autopilot. So even though you've got the autopilot on, everything else is still... Points of interest. Points of interest. <laughs> nearest fuel station. <laughs> nearest McDonald's. Nearest, nearest Starbucks. I mean, those, the old analogue cockpits, particularly mm-hmm. of the sort of four-engine airliners, like a Lockheed Constellation or something, yeah, yeah. they look phenomenally complicated because yeah. you've got all the engine instrument yeah. dials, so those are repeated four times. Yeah. Plus you've got an engineer's dial panel anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, again, but if you if you look at... Once you, you break it down... I mean, we're sitting here in front of... Um, well, I was going to ask this. this we're sitting in front of a mixing, mixing desk. It's got looks just far more complicated than yeah. anything I've seen in an aircraft. But if you know... So well, the, the difference is I don't know what any of these buttons do. <laughs> no, there's, there's no difference. <laughs> but if you look at the the mixing, all you need to know is what each of those vertically does, and then it's it's the same but for different channels, left and right. Yeah. For a there you go, right? Now you know. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you only had to ask James. Yeah. Uh, for a constellation, you've got a set of engine instruments, and yes. those just be repeated four times over. So yeah. There's, there's four times the complexity. Made made simple by knowing just what each one does. Yeah, good. Who's got the next? Cr- um, oh, that's it. It's only that's one it. Inch, we need it? we need to pull oh, James's might, cracker. Uh, what happens if we pull James's cracker? What, what happens then? Which one going for? Where he just gets to say a joke and then that's the end. Oh, I see. Oh, you're not doing your own question. Oh, we've got our own questions. Sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. What do we want now? Oh no, when do we want it? Sorry, <laughs> low flying airplanes. When do we want them? Oh sorry. Yeah. So you did ruin that. Oh that sorry. <laughs> I'll do that again, so it sounds yeah, like we didn't pop it up on them. Do it again. No, I think we should leave it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> He'll absolutely, I think, pissed on his firework. Yeah. <laughs> um, do we have our own questions to ask now? Yes, yeah. Oh, yes, James, yes. that's brilliant. Who, who's got one for Jimbo? It's me, first, um, isn't it? Right? Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. So my question is, uh, and this is obviously as a, a uh, rock star, mm-hmm. how the hell do I get an upgrade? Ah, now that is the question. Uh, the, the best thing I can say, if you're not going to pay for a ticket, because that's the best way to get an upgrade. Yeah, obviously. Pay for a ticket. <laughs> but that's not an upgrade. Uh, <laughs> that's just cost me money. Yeah. <laughs> so the best way to get an upgrade is to work for an airline. Okay. Uh, because they do tend to look after their own. Yeah. Um, if you don't work for an airline, yeah. know someone that does. Yeah. Right, we all know you. Um, <laughs> it hasn't helped once. <laughs> no, but then you have to travel by air for that to help. And <laughs> ideally with the same airline that I work for. <laughs> I'd say ideally not with the same airline you work for. Uh, so upgrades are, it's a, it's a very, it's a bit of a, I don't want to say dodgy ground. It's an interesting, it's an interesting Has it thing. changed um, over the years? I think it has changed a little bit. Airlines now tend to, if they have to upgrade people, and the reason why that upgrades happen is that all airlines oversell. Yeah. They have an expected no-show rate. Yeah. And if the no-shows are in um, a premium cabin and they're, they're oversold in a, in a um, standard or economy cabin, yep. then they'll upgrade. Yeah. Um, what airlines do nowadays is generally upgrade their uh, account, uh, the um, loyalty customers, the lo- yep. loyalty card customers. So if you're a, a diamond club holder or whatever it is, then you are more likely to get upgraded. Yeah. Um, but there are still things you can do to help out because they do sometimes just um, upgrade uh, anybody. If you wear a tie, does it, that help? It, it's not going to harm it. That's really? Yeah. If, yeah. if you turn up, if you turn up, you know, in ripped jeans, looking, they are less likely. Hack out. 
<laughs> yeah, thinking, Roy. Say, Roy. Right, okay. So, yeah. maybe kind of. But um, the other thing I'd say is turn up later. Oh, that's uh, quite weird. That, because that will the, go down really well. I know, the, yeah, the, the airlines, airlines, the airlines, airlines love that. Um, but no, the later you, you get there, the more likely they realise that, that then they've oversold in a club oh. and. So turn up later with a massive sob story. Yeah, yeah, and that yeah. will help possibly. Um, be courteous, be nice, be yep. you know, uh, and be the sort of person they'd want to upgrade. They'd yep. say, "Would I put that person in ne- next to all my rock stars, yep. my real rock stars?" Uh, <laughs> 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 he can be Ooh. very cutting. <laughs> that that that's, that's nasty. That anything I've ever said to you, harsh but fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that, those are the, the tips. I, I'd okay. Say. That's good. And, but Go also, in, when you yeah. get on board, yeah. behave. again, behave. <laughs> treat the cabin crew with respect as well, because yeah. sometimes the decision is made by the cabin crew. Mm, and right. if you've said, hi, I really like flying this airline, here's a yeah. box of chocolates, they might look at you slightly, <laughs> slightly more favourably, yeah. um, and they might say, we've got a space up the front. Um, so there's, there's always a chance, and it, 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 your, your behaviour dictates it, really. Okay. Upgrade hacks. Mm. Nice one, Jim. Good. Very good. Love it. Um, Jez. Jez, did you have a question for James? Or I did. Uh, and actually, you know, we're quite proud of you, really, Jim. And I have asked you a lot of questions and in depth over the years about stuff you've done. And it's always been amazing. He's looking at you with great suspicion because this <laughs> yeah. is no, this is actually no, this How is actually did you get a gen- so fat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That was the question I should have asked. <laughs> no, I think my question is going to be: uh, if you look back over, and I'm not talking about bottle washing or perspex sales mm-hmm. box sales, um, your proudest moment. As oh, yeah. a pilot, yeah, very probably. Well, I think it probably is. Yeah. Probably, well, either military or, or civilian. Yeah. But, but I guess military. Yeah, I think it would be military because um, you, know, you do a lot of training in the military. A lot of it's. A, you have to fly to a very high standard. You don't stay in the military if you're not flying to to pretty high standard. You weren't in it for very long, were you? No. <laughs> <laughs> just just the seventeen years. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, all the time you train you are looking to do a, a particular job and you very rarely actually do the job that you train for. Um, you, you generally train to a higher level of, of standard that you actually achieve. Um, but when I got involved with some of the sort of sneaky-beaky stuff at the end of my Air Force career and I was actually doing the stuff I've been training for for years and years, I, I, I really, that, that felt like I'd, I'd, I'd achieved what I wanted to achieve uh, in flying, particularly in helicopters. Yeah. Um, and I, I was very <clears> proud to serve alongside all the people that, that I did um, and to serve, you know, with, with some great people doing a very interesting job um, in in Iraq. So I'd say that's probably my my proudest. And I, I'm, every, I'll class everything I did in Iraq because we did some stuff down in in Basra, uh, down south, which was really interesting things. And we we I went out of my way with with my navigator at the time. Um, and this was flying the Puma. This was flying the Puma um, to really help out the guys on the ground. <clears throat> and they had a pretty rough time of it a lot of the time and so we would bend over backwards to help them out and I think that just achieving that down south in Basra and then later um, up in Baghdad so bending um, over down south was really your proudest moment obviously it? always well has been done. well done Jim <laughs> <laughs> James I have to say you've been very generous in the last week or so with your photographs mm-hmm. and videos yes uh, you've sent us some photos which went straight onto social media mm-hmm. of you um, upending a, a puma I did yes uh, which was very impressive but then <laughs> 
<laughs> sent us a video. I was very proud of you watching this, of you rescuing a cow. That was a very proud moment. I didn't mention that earlier, but yes, it's, it's certainly up there. <laughs> I mean, it is brilliant. Mm -hmm. That's like entry level, yes. something to be proud of. Yes, it is. <laughs> so you have this... Did you have the uh, the cradle or whatever it is already stowed in the helicopter no, so we, to we, lift a cow? Or had, do you... No, we were told um, they they're, they're sort of they're stocked. The, the army carry loads of these strops with them. Yeah, and then we had a, we had to use a thing called an eighty foot strop. Yeah, which is a much longer. You're in those strop, a lot, aren't you? Um, a lot of eighty yeah. foot strops, <laughs> um, which was back at the base. So we found out that we had to do this job. So we went back, picked up this very long strop, <laughs> got there, and when they got there, the um, the army had, had prepared and with a vet. Yeah, had prepared. Who's so she? What had happened? What? Who's a vet? Oh, Jesus. Are we really going there? <laughs> is this, is it, these are like Roy's cracker jokes. <laughs> Only oh, worse. better. Yeah. No. Worse. Just, do you so want about right. dying alone now? No. But, <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the the the, the, the vet. The army. So what had happened is, is the the cow had um, the, the the mother had given birth to two calves, yeah. and then collapsed and fallen into a bog. And was was sort of partially buried. They, they dug her out, but they couldn't actually lift her out of the, this bog that she was in. So they called us in. Uh, we turned up, and the, so we got down, landed seventy five feet away to so they could connect the um, oh, drop right. up. Uh, and then what you didn't see in the video is how we, we had to sort of take. Well, off this was slowly. Ulster News, wasn't it? It was on. This was UTV. Ulster UTV. Television. Yeah, brilliant. So um, it was near Cookstown in Northern Ireland, and. Um, yeah, we just gently lifted it up um, and took her back the other side of the river that she'd managed to fall across, back to the, the farm where the other calf was waiting. Uh, yeah, it was. I mean, it was one of my. I think it was your, my that, second your, day. Your answer for that question mm. was longer <laughs> than your answer from your proudest <laughs> moment of your entire <laughs> career. Unfortunately, I couldn't tell you a lot about my proudest moment because it's still classified. Oh, what really? We did. Right. Whereas the cow rescue, which the is entered in your logbook is, as cow rescue. cow rescue. I love that. Oh, it's brilliant, Jimbo. Now, I'm very proud when I saw you um, flying mm. in your puma, hoisting the poor old cow. Mm. Um, Jim, I, I've got a question for you. <clears throat> Apart from your own family, has anyone ever refused to fly with you? Um, <laughs> That's a good question. I like that. <laughs> Not knowingly. Um, the people have rumoured to do that. The people, people have said... People have said I got onto a flight, I heard your voice and got off. <laughs> <laughs> but those are just mates messing around. <laughs> Although they did actually yeah. get off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, could I ask you a slightly more serious yeah, no, one? Please. Which is, do pilots still eat different meals from one another? I mean, w would you ever both have the fish? Love that. Um, yes. <laughs> um, as far as I know, and I've not yet found any reason, there's no rules to say you have to eat different is that so right? Because that's that's kind of what everyone believes. Yeah, I think everyone does believe, that. and I think it did. did it, it was interesting, but the the, the, the sort of I, I don't think it happens. It doesn't happen. The, the, the airplane scenario of I've had the fish and dropped dead. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a while. <laughs> well, at least no one's going to know. Yeah, yeah. and um, yeah. So I think it's um, it is a bit of a myth. Is it? Isn't that interesting? Because I've still never found a rule. And I've certainly eaten the same meal as, as, as well, the captain. Plus your own meal. <laughs> <laughs> plus any other meals kicking around the cockpit. <laughs> what, 
what is the deal? Do you bring like, a packed lunch? Oh, no, you eating the same? Of, yes. A lot of it depends. <laughs> and also, uh, a lot of it depends on, on, on the, the airline that you work for. Right. Um, different airlines. Uh, Jet 2, for example, you used to get sort of drinks, yeah. uh, coffee and tea, and maybe a, a water, but anything else you had to bring yourself or pay right. for. Um, whereas other sort of more full-service airlines, they or if you're going longer haul, yeah. it's it's considered part of their duty to, to feed you. So there is there are, in addition to the normal passenger yeah. meals, there is a cart loaded with crew meals. Okay. Um, and for some reason, it's archaic, I suppose a you cart might load. say. Loaded with crew <laughs> meals. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much. Sense yeah. Uh, yeah. The captain gets first choice normally, yeah. and then the first officer gets his choice, and then it goes. The, the, the list goes back to the. Uh, Do you ever argue about? Jelly. I wanted that. Where, where, you stop for fourteen hours if, if he ordered what you wanted, <laughs> and don't talk. I'm to going to my bunk. Yeah, I'm going to my bunk. Oh, so you do choose separate meals? Uh, no, you, there is a list of meals, and you choose what you want. But yeah. sometimes there are three fish, yeah, or two chicken. Yeah. What if there's a curry? Uh, I'll always have a Thai curry. Of course you will. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. Uh, do you, have you done your question? Yet? I have. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Well, did you, did you know, well done, James. That I think that was that was you great. Well done. done, relatively unscathed, Jim. Relatively. Yeah. Unscathed. Well, that will change. I, We've I got don't two think there was any. I don't knows. Not yet. Mm. I just make stuff up. I, don't I know. I don't know. No one else knows. Well, thanks everybody, and uh, we will have more questions in part two of our Christmas special when we'll also be naming the winner, won't we, Roy, of our prize for the best question we've received? We will. Does that include us? Yep. Oh, and there's a quiz. There is a quiz. There's a quiz now. Yeah, yeah. Can I just say currently... Is there a quiz we, now? Oh, yeah, of course no. there's a quiz. Of course there's a quiz. We don't have an episode without a quiz. Can I just say currently leading the running for best question is why do you keep on with this nonsense? That was sent in from the wives. <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> right okay here we are then ladies and gents it is time for oh, the God, christmas quiz <laughs> what's our subject it's not james uh, yeah i was it's an aviation themed christmas quiz or christmas themed aviation quiz to be more more okay. accurate now you may remember that last time we ended up with a dead heat between mm. roy and James, who had two points each, but I didn't prepare any additional questions, so we couldn't have a, a, a tiebreak. Well, we'll so yeah, we, sure. we thought we'd carry those points over, which okay. means Roy and James start with two. Jez has just one, unless, you know, the spirit of Christmas, you want to enact the spirit of Christmas, guys, and all start level pegging on Absolutely zero? Absolutely not. No. No. Share <laughs> <laughs> this. Right, sorry, sorry, Jez. So you start no. basically with minus one. I, I, which I'll is be the bigger man. That's your, that's your best is what James obviously says. Best to date, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it pretty much is. So, dare I ask, is anybody prepared? Maybe even a Christmassy buzzer. Well, I uh, see. Mm. I went oh. for this one. I thought this was about me. Obviously. Oh, you episode. thought the quiz would be about? Yeah. You. I mean, we so can't, I've, there's I've, only I've so much we can do. Your... Go on, go on. So I got me to say buzz. I mean, really good, it? yeah, it's it's really <laughs> lovely. Thanks, thanks for putting in so much effort. <laughs> but you've actually it. recorded yeah. that and that's enthusiasm. Oh, good. That's, that's, that's the length I'm prepared to go to for this podcast. I, well, we're very grateful. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I get that. You might have to turn it up a bit so that I can hear it. Or just say excitement as people fight to be in first place. Uh, Roy, what have you come up with? I'm going to be playing the new. 
Christmas single from Scouting for oh, Girls. Oh, <laughs> the whole thing? No, because <laughs> last time we played the whole thing, it got taken down from YouTube, and that wasn't even my song. <laughs> so this is just the very start of our new single, so you have to go and listen to it on oh, Spotify. Oh, lovely. It's called Christmas oh. in the 80s. With sleigh bells? Yes, listen to the sleigh bells! Doesn't, can't get more Christmassy than that. There we go. That's all oh, you get. is that out now? It is out right now. Oh. Along right. with our tour dates for October oh 2021. Fabulous. Come on, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Jez, what about you? Well, Composed I've also anything? gone I've gone back to the 80s, but I was doing it in the I was invoking James when I uh did this. Mm. Um I've gone I've got two. Of course. Of course, just in case anyone else came up with it. I've gone back to not the nine o'clock news. Oh, one great! Of my, one of my favourite, probably be some kind of copyright infringement here, Roy. See my One of my BBC, what, we've got connections. With one, one of my favourite sketches. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, called I'm in your own time. Called oh, I'm trying. <laughs> called called Stout Life. <laughs> oh, yes. And um, I love this. Here, here, this is one of one of two. Here we go. Go on. That's Janet Street Porter. Janet Street Porter. <laughs> or Pamela Anderson. Not Pamela Anderson. Yeah. Pamela Stevens. Pamela Stevens. <laughs> so I can, you can have the other one as well if you like. Let's hear it. Okay. I'll turn it up a little bit. That may what be is a bit it? quiet. Uh, also from the same sketch. Yeah. I have a friend who thinks he may be stout. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what sort of advice can the panel give? Sorry, my advice to your friend. Yeah, like that. So there we go. Do you think anyone will ever, ever bring in a buzzer, an actual buzzer, <laughs> or maybe that? Well, I'm running out. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm being sued from last week's. <laughs> yeah, quite right. So, uh, so get into the right spirit, everybody. A bit of this. <laughs> All right, good luck. Good luck. Question number one. Which aircraft might be used to pull Santa's sleigh? <laughs> yes. Is, is, is there is there an aircraft called a husky? No, there isn't an aircraft called a. Well, yes, there is an aircraft well, called a husky. No, absolutely not. So, well, Santa's sled isn't pulled by huskies, is it? A real sled might be. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, next one, please. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the closest we've ever had to a real buzzer. Yeah. Yes, um, Jim. Is there a cupid? Is there an aircraft called a cupid? Yeah, an aircraft called a cupid. Tell me about no, it. No, it's a comet. It's a comet. It's a comet. It's a comet. Oh, it's a comet. Well, you're going to say no, that. No, James, you that's naughty. Comet is the answer. I've never heard of a Cupid. You're absolutely yeah. right, because the de Havilland Comet. How, how is that related to Santa's sleigh? Well, it's reindeer. Comet. comet. Oh, yeah. Vixen. Yeah, well, in fact, you could, I could have yeah. given you Vixen mm. as well. You would yeah. have had for Sea yeah. Vixen. Can you name a little bonus point on offer here? Um, can you name the other six reindeer on Santa's sleigh? Oh. Rudolph. So we had... Not Rudolph. Rudolph. Not Rudolph's Rudolph's not real. Donna. Well done. I mean, Rudolph is real if, if people Blitzen. are listening. <laughs> but he was an afterthought. Donna oh. Blitzen, mm. Cupid, Comet, Dasher, Prancer. Oh, God. You've done Dasher, it. Dasher, Prancer, da yeah. Well, you've done it. Yeah. James, well done. You get a bonus point. James off the mark with two already. <sighs> well done, Jimbo. Well done. Question number two. Which now defunct British aircraft manufacturer might end up on top of a Christmas tree? Buzz. <laughs> Buzz. 
Yes, Jimbo. Fairy. Fairy is the oh. right answer. Fairy who built the swordfish, the firefly, yes. the right, gannet. Next question. The yeah. <laughs> so James is running away with this. Come, people. Okay. Question number three. <clears throat> In 1984, British Airways launched annual Concorde trips to visit Father Christmas in Lapland. The question is, where is Lapland? Yes, Janet Street, Paul <laughs> Is it in Greenland? It's not in Greenland. It's a common misconception. It's not Greenland. Norway. Yes, Roy. Norway. It's not in Norway either. James? Finland. It is oh, in Finland. James is running away with this. You're absolutely right. Yeah, it's in Finland. Bonus question. In one of BA's TV ads, a father tells his daughter that they won a trip to go and visit Father Christmas on Concord. But the little girl responds with... I don't believe in who or what. Father yes, Christmas. Boy. Incorrect. Oh. Come on. <laughs> yes, yes. Santa Claus. No, that's Buzz. yes. <laughs> Concord. Correct. She oh, says I God, don't yes. believe in Concord. Yes. James, you yeah. James five, Jez minus one, <laughs> Roy naught. So, Roy, you're, you're still in with a, with a chance here. We've got, to, we've got to scrap this quiz for the next series. <laughs> film question. Okay. You all oh, love God, a film question. Be Roy's answer. In the film Top Gun, which part is played by the actor Anthony Edwards? It's a Christmas quiz. Yes, Janet. Pork. Pork. Goose. Goose is the oh, right answer. You knew, didn't you? Well you didn't give me a chance, didn't you, James? Well you done. Patronizing. <laughs> You've got one point, naught overall, Jess. Well done. Very well done. Uh, he also played Brains, by the way, in the real life uh, version of Thunderbirds. How, how, so how can I be on one? I started on one. You no, you're on minus one from the last quiz because you were a point behind. So I'm starting these two on naught. Right. And you're on minus one. Okay, okay. so you're now on naught. James is on five. Roy also on naught. And question five. In 1937, Sabia Gotchen became the world's first female Air Force pilot to go into battle. She was also the only female pilot selected for the 1996 poster of the 20 greatest aviators in history, published by the US Air Force. Bit of a slap in the face for the likes of Amy Johnson and Amelia Earhart, I would say, and others. But which country's Air Force did she fly with? Oh, yes. Yes, be quicker on that. Can you get off the mark? <laughs> Israel. What's the Christmas theme there? No, incorrect. Yes, well, Buzz. Israel, Jesus. Oh, I see. Okay. No, incorrect. <laughs> Bad luck. Yeah. No. Turkey. Turkey is the correct uh, answer. Uh, okay. Well done, everybody. Well, well done, James. <laughs> so the final scores are Roy Nort, Jez Nort, <laughs> James Six. Oh, Bravo. Well done, so Jimbo. Good. I, I Happy that. Christmas. I, I, did, I have received the answers of, before the quiz. <laughs> a lot of abuse uh, since last episode when I got something wrong about... Oh, yes, the uh, lightning. The lightning being, shooting down a Harrier. Mm, that's yes. minus, oh, you that's minus, yeah. that's yeah. minus yeah. 10. One of the yeah. ones I got, it said, why are you even doing this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> you don't deserve to be here. And that was from you three. So, <laughs> no, I've had some... A lot of little people said, James should be ashamed of himself. Yeah, I love that. Not Knock knowing it was a points. phantom shooting down a Jaguar. Yes. Not a... Um, None of what you said was right. I said no. a, 
a lightning shooting down a Harry. Yeah, you did. So I, I don't know whether we uh, maybe we should take six points off for that. Well, know. James, I mean, honestly, I mean that means if that you we, insist, we, <laughs> I mean, it's no, a good don't point, trust him. Don't, don't. <laughs> we it means I mean it's a little bit patronising again, again. Um, yeah. But like I, I can was forward not to win again because I was going to carry the points over. Mm. For no. our final Christmas quiz in the next episode, I think start fresh. Start afresh. <laughs> so should we call James the winner for this one? Yeah, and then on. we'll start afresh. Jim, yeah. well done. You've won six. Love, love. That's the the biggest score we've had in yeah. the entire. Right. Well, since well since top it's really, really has been your episode, isn't it, James? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, so is the next episode. <laughs> well, well done, guys. Um, that was a lovely, lovely well done, podcast. Jim. Well done. No, good quiz that one. I thought those questions well, were brilliant. You would, you would, do, yeah. <laughs> do you, do you got the sort of sense and the sentiment of it, did you? Yeah. That it was or about Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Well, look, listeners, or listener, I don't know how many are still with us, um, but that is for it for part one of our Christmas special. You'll be able to hear part two a week after this edition has dropped. I bet you can't wait. So depending <laughs> on when you're listening to this, it may already be there. And on the 22nd of December, listen out for our final guest interview of the year. Now, it's an extremely busy time of year for this individual who, as I said earlier, is dressed in red and brings great joy to young and old alike as he flies overhead with his eight little helpers. So we're especially grateful to him for giving up his time. It is the new red one, squadron leader Tom Bold, and the perfect way to end a funny old year and look ahead to a brand new start in 2021 you can keep in touch with us of course on twitter facebook and instagram at top landing gear and do email us with your comments and keep those questions coming for old jimbo here we'll hold over any that we get now to series three in january our email address of course is info at toplandinggear.com that's info at toplandinggear.com two g's well done boys you're learning i can't believe that's our catchphrase (laughs) well it's it's one of many (laughs) and however you're listening to us please recommend us to your friends and family do leave a review as well especially if you've enjoyed it in the meantime thank you for listening and bye for now this is top landing gear Yeah.